and this is Founder Coffee. Every two weeks I have coffee with a different founder. We discuss life, passions, learnings in an intimate talk getting to know the person behind the company. For this 20th episode, I talked to Mikita Mikedo, one of the leading proposals and quote solutions for salespeople. Mikita pursued the American dream from Belarus to the US to start a company. At first, he flipped burgers, worked in moving and cleaning. He took every job he could get. Then, he started a web design business, got into extensions for content management systems, and then into document solutions for salespeople. In a period of only four years, Mikita built a company of about 160 employees, focusing on learning, making an impact, and having fun. We talk about how he grows the culture that makes Pandadoc special, why he spends most of his time communicating and strategizing, and his favorite hobby, surfing. Welcome to Founder Coffee. Hi, Mikita. It's uh, great to have you on Founder Coffee. Hi, Jeroen. <laughs> happy to be here. Yeah. You're founder of, uh, of Pandadoc, um, for those who are not so much into document uh, things. What does Pandadoc exactly do? Pandadoc helps to make sales customer-centric with the beautiful digital proposals, contracts, signatures, payments, and uh, workflows around those documents. Um, that's what we do. Yeah. So is it mostly a, a, uh, a sort of thing in, in which you design documents or is it more around uh, the signatures or more around the workflows or is it all of that in a very horizontal way? All of that in a very horizontal way. Uh, yeah. We basically plug into your CRM system, mm-hmm. allow you to build a library of uh, templated um, collateral, be that proposals or contracts or quotes. Mm-hmm. And then your sales team can save tremendous amount of time uh, generating those documents, delivering those documents to the end customers, collaborating with the customers, negotiating on the deals, and then finally enabling the end client to um, sign on the dotted line. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the whole document process, but all around sales, if I hear it well. Yeah. Yeah. Sales is our, um, that's our focus. Yeah. Okay. Is this uh, is this because you were a salesperson yourself before, or where did this exactly come from? Um, it, well, the uh, idea mm-hmm. to say was born from the internal pain. I did have to sell um, many years ago. My co-founder and I run a um, software company, and we've built uh, software for others. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, we had to do a lot of sales proposals mm-hmm. and we found the process to be, uh, extremely tedious and, uh, we wanted to, um, uh, build something that would solve that internal problem. And, uh, um, we built a product, not PandaDoc, um, had, um, had a decent success with that product and the product aimed at just small uh, web design agencies, uh, helping them to do proposal, pro- uh, proposal automation. Uh, but then, uh, we, uh, discovered that, you know, there are a lot more documents involved in the sales process. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the clients that, uh, purchased that product use it for more than proposals for contracts, for SWs, for invoices and 
yada yada. And that's yeah, that's that's the story behind PandaDoc. You know, um, I'm gonna say four and a half years ago, maybe even five years ago, we uh, uh, came up with the idea of a horizontal all-in-one quote-to-cash software, and uh, um, we launched it uh, about three and a half years ago. Yeah. And today, um, PandaDoc helps close to ten thousand sales teams to be customer-centric to be mm-hmm. more efficient, more effective. Yeah. So you were saying you had a, a software business with your co-founder. Is your background in software? Yeah. Um, I'm a software engineer by trade. Yeah. And you are from Belarus, am I correct? That's correct. Yeah. So you, you grew up in Belarus, uh, studied software engineering. What is, what is it exactly that, that you do afterwards? Did you have any like, like jobs before you had the software company with your co-founder or was that the first, the first thing out of, out of college? I had all kinds of jobs. Um, I had jobs when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I, um, I used to wash cars then I used to um, sell berries on the farmer's market. Uh, then I used to um, do work in construction and, and sell whatever I can sell. Um, be that <laughs> pogs, I don't know if you remember those, or uh, Nintendo cartridges or mm-hmm. uh, mobile cell phones or like you name it. And then um, I, I got this like, really good opportunity to um, go to US. Um, I took it, had about $400 in my backpack, uh, and uh, I flew to um, Honolulu, Hawaii. <laughs> and there I had all kinds of random jobs. I, I've been bartending, I worked at, a, um, at the airport flipping burgers, uh, at a cafe, I did... Um, um, moving, I did cleaning, like <laughs> you name it, you know, all kinds of labor jobs you can, you can, you know, you can do out of Craigslist. I probably did them all. Yeah. Well, maybe not, not causal enc- encounters like I skipped that one, but you know, for the most part, like I, I, I kept myself busy. Mm-hmm. Was that uh, before or after you, uh, you studied computer science or engineering or a uh, while? <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what, uh, one hand flipping burgers and the other one coding. Uh, you know, it's funny, but it, that, that actually what it was like, um, during the day I was flipping burgers during the night I was, uh, trying to catch up on, um, school back in Belarus. Yeah. Cause, um, while in us I had to transfer to, to study remotely. Mm-hmm. So I get a degree and, um, plus, you know, additionally, Belarus has a, um, if you don't go to school, you go to military mm-hmm. uh, for a couple of years and it's very different. Like for the most part, you just shuffle snow there. Um, yeah. so I figured I better, um, I better get that degree. Yeah. Did you go together with your family to the U S or was that all alone? It was uh, just me. It, it was just you. So you, yeah. what, what was exactly then the opportunity that made you go to the U.S. without your family studying at a distance? I mean, like, 
the average salary in Belarus at the time was something like three or four hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. And um, um, it's not that much, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to be able to build. Um, I always wanted to have and run a business. And I thought that, I don't know why, but, you know, probably American, American uh, dream is, is very well marketed. Um, mm-hmm. So I really thought, like, I thought that America is the place, the best place to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, yeah, you know, I wanted to do something meaningful in my life. I wanted to have a decent living, have a decent living for my family. Um, so... I packed my suitcase and I uh, moved to U.S. Mm-hmm. Cool. And uh, did you did you do anything between um, between studying and this startup with your co-founder still? Or yeah, I had a um, I had a web design shop. So like when I just got to U.S., um, I did all kinds of random jobs, but. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, I started with uh, setting up a website and doing some SEO on that website, um, mm-hmm. uh, driving some inbound traffic, driving some inquiries through Craigslist about web design. Yeah. And uh, I turned that into a um, small business. I had one employee and uh, myself. And uh, I also had a, um, a few people I contracted um, from Belarus and my co-founder was one of them and we um, you know we were friends back in the university prior to that so that was actually our first journey you know we yeah. built websites together okay and then you you transitioned somehow into building building software yeah yeah you know like we started with websites and then we um, built a bunch of extensions for different web content management systems. We put them online, started selling them. Mm-hmm. Through those extensions, we also got clients to customize, modify those extensions, do things that are more complex. Uh, at some point, I decided to pack my things and go back to Belarus to be able to hire people and uh, um, build a software business, mm-hmm. uh, which is what I did. And um, I want to say that was... 2007 when we started um, that company um, and you know we grew it to like 30 employees yeah um, and then uh, and then you know uh, Quotroller which is the proposal product on Panadoc came around mm-hmm. and that's that's a whole nother story yeah is, it, is your co-founder still based out of Belarus uh, no he moved to, he, moved he moved to US um, yes I want to okay. say two and a half, three years ago. Yeah. Now he runs our Florida office. Okay. And and it seems that that you were always into into building startups. What what is it that that interests you so much in that? I don't know. I just like building. Yeah, I loved like, Legos when I was a it's, kid. It's the building. Yeah, I like yeah. the process. Like I, you know putting things together, getting them started, seeing them succeed or fail. Um, I can enjoy it. Yeah. So any specific things is more company, more product, more brands. 
or is it uh, all, of all of them? Yeah, I wouldn't say there is one that I love the most. Mm -hmm. I like them all. Yeah. And if you if you see yourself building uh, building these things, are there any other startups or founders that you're looking up to that you're like, wow, the things they built. It's just amazing. I wish I wish we would we would be more like that. I mean, <laughs> all of the um, I, I look up to a lot of th people, you know, uh, and a lot of companies, mm -hmm. and I try to uh, learn as much as possible from them. Mm -hmm. And if you if you think of any um, well known SaaS brand. There's mm -hmm. going to be a story of a lot of work and a lot of struggle behind them. It's really, really hard. So, um, yeah, there are a lot of people and a lot of companies that I look up to and uh, I, uh, I admire. Yeah. But what is exactly your ambition with Bandadoc right now? Um, so there are three things that my co-founder and I deeply care about. Mm -hmm. The number one is we want to learn and progress and get okay. better at what we do. Number two is we want to make an impact. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we started the business, the impact we wanted to make is to have like thousand companies using our product. Yeah. That sounded really, really cool. <laughs> and then it changed. It became 10,000. And then it changed. It became 100,000. Yeah, and uh, um, and then it changed again. It was like, okay, so uh, you know, making our customers successful is 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 really good. It's it's amazing. It's a hell of an impact. But mm -hmm. how about uh, like look around, dude? People are building careers at PandaDoc, and uh, um, we're having a blast. They're having a blast. Um, we're all learning. We're all are making impact. So mm -hmm. the impact that that the business started to make on uh, people's lives, on their careers, is is also huge. Mm -hmm. So uh, the the sort of say the internal impact aspect of it added, um, and that is that's quite amazing. Like if I can help someone to build a career, hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the the impact is is a very big piece of uh, the of why we're doing what we're doing, yeah. and then finally, um, finally, we want to have fun. Mm -hmm. As long as we're learning, as long as we're making an impact and we're having fun, we're good. So uh, those are you know those are the key values, and uh, um, you know they say that values aren't goals. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I would agree with that, but for me, they uh, are so close together. It's very, very hard to separate them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I want I want PandaDoc to be a successful business. I want uh, PandaDoc to be a place where people are learning, uh, where we are making an impact on the world, on um, you know the the community we're in, and then. Uh, I want to have fun while yeah. all of that is happening. And I uh, want the same for, you know, for our clients as well. I want them to have fun while they're using our product. Yeah. 
Now, I, I, I saw that you're well on the, the investment track right now. Um, how, because nowhere in these values or goals, I heard about financial uh, goals. Uh, while probably for the, the, the parties you took on board, this is the most important metric. How do you combine these things? How do I combine um, financial metrics? Yeah, the fact and, that, uh, that yeah. their goals are different from yours. But probably um, financial goals also align with impact somehow, uh, but it doesn't align with fun and it doesn't so much align with learning. I actually think it does. I actually do think it does. So, with learning, um, Yeah, uh, with both actually having fun and learning. Mm-hmm. So, you know... It's impossible to build a successful software business if you are not having fun. Um, what we do is a uh, okay. is a highly cognitive um, work, mm-hmm. and uh, um, you you can't perform um, highly cognitive tasks out of fear or um, you know be bored to death and uh, innovate like it's it's just those things don't work together on a, mm-hmm. on a, it's it's not how our brain works so um so yes i think actually they they do um they do go hand in hand yeah um now in terms of the impact i'd like most definitely this is aligned with the financial results plus um I think that, you know, as long as your customers are happy, well, first, actually, as long as your employees are happy, then your customers are going to be happy. Mm-hmm. If your customers are happy, you're going to do well. Um, so it's all connected, you know, it's all um, intertwined. Yeah. What are some of the ways you guys um, make sure you have fun? What are the, some of the ways we make sure we have fun? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like what what does that mean um, in, in the company is this uh putting a foosball table or is it uh <laughs> i don't know yeah, uh, today I, I read on on the intercom blog that uh they don't put a foosball table because uh work is serious and you shouldn't put foosball tables because that's not serious i see um we don't have one in san francisco we might have one in in Belarus, um, let's see. Um, so we do have a ping pong table, though, just like out of uh, ping pong table. To, yeah, we have a ping pong table to be completely transparent. <laughs> so first of all, I think for um, work to be fun uh, for anyone. It's important to own what you do. Um, it's important to have um, a stake at whatever is that piece of work you're involved in. And it's mm-hmm. important to understand the, uh, the vision, the mission, the goals. It's important to understand the direction of the company. If you're all in and you get it, then it's a lot more fun than mm-hmm. to just uh, do the job 
if you know what I mean. Like, well, I, know I don't know why I'm doing it. Like, I don't know what's the purpose of it. What's the point of it? I just, you know, I was told to do it and I'm paid. So I'm doing the job. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So when, you know, but when, when things are not like that, when things are uh, mission driven, vision driven, when you truly care, um, it is a lot more fun. And when you own what you, what you're working on, when uh, you're completely bought in to the, uh, to the stuff you do. Yeah. Cool. I, I don't want to like pretend that we're, um, doing an amazing job on that front and, uh, there's no, um, we can't improve, but we try to basically, like, I try to basically um, enable others at Pinnadoc to own their, their part of Pinnadoc. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. Um, number two... And I think that's foundational. Like that's honestly that that is what ownership matters, really. Yeah, ownership. Mm-hmm. Um, number two is the um, ability to travel, ability to interact with other cultures. I mean, half of our business, half of our uh, people are in Belarus, mm-hmm. and uh, the other half is in the U.S. And we try to blend. Um, blend people together, I blend the offices, blend the functions within the business. It's not easy, and uh, it requires a lot of work from, from each employee, but it's different. Um, mm-hmm. And um, we, try, we try to be different. We try to um, mix and match cultures, and uh, there's, a, there's a travel budget, there's a, an education budget, there's a budget for uh, for everyone to have fun. So, like, whenever we're doing really well, uh, we travel somewhere together and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then finally, uh, just regular, I guess, um, startup um, <laughs> startupy um, ways of, of of having fun. We do have parties. Um, I think a lot of people at Panadoc are you know, friends. So yeah. we go to shows together. We uh, There's this weekend, a couple of folks from Belarus visited. I took them surfing. We went surfing. Um, RVP marketing came. So like we had a little group doing that the weekend prior. Was that weekend prior or two weekends prior? We had a barbecue. So, that, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, you know, you do... You, they, a lot of companies do that, and uh, we we do that as well. Mm-hmm. Back to the serious stuff. Uh, what is what is it that you do on a daily basis? What is that I do on the daily basis? Um, at this point, I communicate. <laughs> really, that's what yeah. I do on the daily basis. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, there there are like there are 160 people at Tenedark, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, um, when we were at 30, I would answer this question, oh, I do some things on like product or like this or that or blah, blah, blah. But I don't really do anything anymore. All I do is talk. And uh, that is actually my, my most important job right now. 
yeah. to communicate the vision, the goals, the mission, um, what we're doing, why we're doing it, and just uh, repeat it over and over and over and over. And then, um, you know, I work with the executive team and uh, the rest of the company on the strategy of the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, like, again, a couple of years back, this was very vague and uh, it's like, what do you mean strategy? What do you mean you work on strategy? But now it becomes a lot more tangible. It's just, it, I, I do work on strategy. I do a lot of planning. And um, I do try to um, ensure that the strategy is solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, put it through stress, um, go get feedback on it, and, and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. And, and then finally, of course, like external relationships, uh, be that with investors or analysts or other CEOs or um, who else is out there? All partners? Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. You're saying that strategy became much more tangible. What does that mean? What, what does that, what does, what does strategy like, mean then? It's like, I actually, um, I actually devote a lot of time to it and I do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what it means. Okay. You do strategy. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like, Basically, I, I would probably build 10 presentations a quarter mm-hmm. on all kinds of different topics. And uh, um, there is a master presentation for the um, company existence. Then it changes over time a little bit, gets tweaked that it needs to be messaged and blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. out of it, there is a... Um, there's a yearly plan and that gets tweaked and that gets messaged. And then there's a quarterly plan and that gets tweaked and that gets messaged, so on and so forth. Yeah. And in all these things, what is, what is it exactly that keeps you going? What is it that gives you energy? What gives me energy? Yeah. Uh, You're doing all these things for years now. How do you keep going? I don't know, actually. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I wouldn't be able to answer precisely what, what gives me energy. I think I'm, you know, I'm a normal human being. So what um, winning is definitely um, helps to, you know, mm-hmm. uh, release the right hormones and, um, um, you know, keep me exciting then um inventing something coming up with um, some kind of ideas or mm-hmm. um i really like finishing projects um however they come up uh, come out be that you know successful or un- unsuccessful i just like getting things done um, mm-hmm. um interacting with people that also makes you a lot happier um yeah like all those things uh help you to keep you know 
yeah. to move forward. And of course, like, of course, my family is a huge support. So, um, yeah. you have a wife and kids. Or? Yeah, I got a wife and two kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, how do you how do you keep that that I mean all balanced? Is do you work a lot of at home or mostly go to the office? What kind of hours do you do? I mostly go to the office. I don't really have a set schedule, but if I'm not mm-hmm. working before nine, then I don't know. Something is going on. Yeah. Um, I don't really have a set schedule. And sometimes I take like in the middle of the week or try to work outside of the office just mm-hmm. to basically reset my brain. Yeah. My job is not like about putting a lot of hours in. Mm-hmm. It's not how I believe I can be effective. My yeah. job is about making the right decisions. Mm-hmm. And that requires uh, a clear mind that's not um, that's not triggered by anxiety or um, that's not tired, you know, or mm-hmm. fear or or whatever negative emotion that that um, that we might. Have. Yeah. How do you, how do you yeah, keep your mind clear? Of, uh, yeah. Oh, there's um there's a ton of stuff I do. Um, so. I meditate. Um, I like to do morning runs. Mm-hmm. Um, I surf. Surfing okay. is amazing. And, and surfing in California, uh, where I am, means surfing in the cold water. Mm-hmm. There is something about the cold water, be that cold showers or, uh, or you know, surfing in um um, on the West Coast uh, in Central California, it's just it's it refreshes you, it recharges you, um, and gives you that calm. Like surfing gives me calm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also quite quite uh, quite an uh, how can I say? It requires workout. quite quite yeah, it's a, quite a big workout. And it I think is surfing is 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 is. Uh, cold in most places at least as far as I know like if we go surfing in uh, Spain or so uh, it's pretty cold and if you go to um, I think Bali perhaps could be warm yeah I dude I, I I lived in Hawaii and there yeah. it's beautiful warm. And it's so warm yeah yeah it's really nice is that where you mostly like to spend your time on when you're not working? It's like family and, and sports surfing. Yeah. Uh, family and sports. Um, you mm-hmm. honestly, if I can live in the forest, like for my vacation for like a month, I totally do that with my family and like <laughs> surfboard or something, yeah. something like that. I'd be really happy. Yeah. So that's also like, what you do if you if you wouldn't work on PandaDoc, would it be that or would it be having another company? Um, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. Honestly, like you know, I, I thought about it, but um, I don't know if I get bored. Like, if I will get bored really fast, um, mm-hmm. but I'll be sure to try it. I mean. <laughs> 
mm-hmm. just to kind of like see the difference because um, the pace of life in Silicon Valley and uh, the pace of a startup is, is very high. It's intense, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, sometimes sometimes you get to um, to really want a break or like, uh, you know, a little bit of time to relax. Um, mm-hmm. And in the past five days, totally served that purpose. It was enough. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I don't know if I can do a lot more than five days. <laughs> <laughs> do you read books? Uh, I do, but I listen a lot more. Mm-hmm. I listen a lot more books. What's these the, days. the latest good book you've listened to? And why did you choose to listen it? Uh, the latest one I've listened is called Quiet Leadership. It's a good book. Mm-hmm. And it's about the, um, it is about management, but based on um, the theory of management based on neuroscience. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that, was, that was a really interesting book. Um, then prior to that, um, I listened to Crucial Conversations um, by Carrie Patterson. Very good book, um, extremely useful uh, to you know, executives. Uh, actually, it's extremely useful to, 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 for, for anyone um, on how to, how to have uncomfortable conversations that are hugely important to have. Um, prior to that, I read a book about, about the CIA um, yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter what it's called. And then, uh, prior to that, uh, five dysfunctions of a team, amazing book. Um, mm-hmm. highly recommend it to everyone. Yeah. So that's the kind of stuff that I've listened to recently. Final question. Uh, what's the, if you were to start over with PandaDoc, what would you have done differently? Oh man, like a ton of things. Um, I've done so many things wrong. Like, like it's. I think the biggest, um, um, the biggest um, thing I would change is that I would focus on um, people more, mm-hmm. and uh, um, yeah, that's 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 definitely the case. Like. I'm not necessarily the most, um, uh, it's going to be hard, like uh, it's a terrible thing to admit, but uh, very analytical. I'm not super empathetic. Let's, yeah. let's, More task oriented, uh, less people oriented. Exactly. And yeah. uh, uh, that is something that I would change, that proportion of that. I would, I would change that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thank you for being on Founder Coffee. My pleasure. That's it for this episode of Founder Coffee. We hope you liked it. Let the world know if you did. Thanks for listening, guys.